everybody. Happy Friday. Welcome to Pop Culture Addicts. My name is Monica Mendoza, Editor-in-Chief here at The Vedette, and I am joined by Ashley Visconti. Buggity, 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 let's go racing. Got an iPhone in my hand, it's sellout Sam. How you doing? <laughs> Granddaddy Sandwich. Tyler Shore here for another episode of Pop Culture Addicts. Sell out. Sell out. I got an iPhone. I'm a sell out. <laughs> Welcome to the club, buddy. <laughs> no, honestly, time. what do you think about it? Is, I love do you, it. Do you think it's a lifestyle change? It is a lifestyle change. <laughs> As a matter of fact, my music was playing on it just now. <laughs> I'm new to it. You know, the keyboard and everything, it's like so new and crisp. I really like it. And how long did you have an Android or a Galaxy or whatever? Since I was in like uh, middle school my entire life my entire life so wow it's a big moment so this is big changes for ty yeah big changes big changes and big changes in the pop culture world a lot of things are either starting or ending and it's huge let's start a conversation so last week was the snl premiere and they had adam driver as the guest and then kanye west as the musical guest so a lot of things circled around the SNL premiere regarding Kanye West's presence. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys think? Do you see it as? I did not. I don't know much about it. Just general Kanye stuff I saw floating around. He went on a tangent about uh, Donald Trump and how the SNL people held him hostage. And I don't know. Does not surprise me. Yeah. Well, the thing was the format was a little bit weird because they gave him like three performances. And if if I'm remembering correctly, they don't usually do that. They'll have like two performances in the middle of the show and like middle of the show and then the end of the show. Like when you close off, I think. Are you sure? Like they have they have a performance as the credits are rolling? Mhm. Really? Well, not as the credits are rolling, but before like you like they would do They'll be like ladies in the and gentlemen, middle. one more time. Yes, okay. and a then quick little a quick little ending, and then that's when all the cast would come in to the middle and say, With the music "Hi, this is Adam Driver." Thank you, or like Adam Driver, like thank you for watching SNL. It's been a pleasure, blah blah blah. And then that's when everyone like shakes hands and talks while like the mu- the, the credits, credits are rolling were, and stuff like they that. They didn't do that this show. It Be- was weird because he did one in the beginning. Yeah, with the boxes. Yeah. And he no, he wasn't even a box. He was a bottle of water. Yeah, <laughs> it was a bottle of sparkling water. I was confused as to what I was watching at that moment. I just remember going on Twitter and I was just seeing the photo of him and I th- what little pump? Low pump. Low pump. Ooh. And, <laughs> and and I was just like, okay. I mean, it's not nothing new for me to see because that's a Kanye thing. To, I mean, he was a blocks person. Yeah. For his original music video, so I'm just like, okay. Well, Whatever. They they had the two performances like they usually do. And for some reason, they let Kanye West close the show. Like, he was the music as the credits were rolling up. I, I feel like this whole thing has to be staged. Like, this little tangent he went on, because it just looked so, like, right there. Like, I don't know. They never let any other guests come on the show and talk afterwards or just seize the show like that. I kind of think this was something for the premiere that they kind of threw together and everyone's like being outraged about kind of exploiting Kanye's uh, mental illness, so to speak. I mean, he's exploited himself, if if I'm going to be honest, but it was just very weird. And I caught like what he was saying. And I don't know. I don't know what's going on. That's not what I wanted to see on Saturday Night Live. It was a pretty good show. 
but then that, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to make of Kanye anymore. Me neither. <laughs> I don't know. I think the one thing that SNL isn't what SNL used to be. If that makes it's sense. It's very different. It is very different. And I don't know if it's because of the political climate. No, it's not because of the political climate. Because SNL always used to be good at handling politics well. Mm-hmm. Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, that was good. And I think it's a current exactly. events thing. They're, they're good about handling that. And I don't know part. if it's the cast that they're hiring. Or it's just how they write the script for the show. And I understand that NBC is a liberal company uh, mm, well, well the um, thing is Saturday Night Live specifically has never had a bias to one side or the other like even during the 2016 election they had Trump host the show mm-hmm. you know so it's always I don't know what it is lately to where they're like more so pro-liberal than usual I don't know if it's like just an agenda or whatnot, but it's it, it, you're right. It's definitely different than what it used to be. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I understand he was doing, like, a public talk about the political climate at hand and how he's a Trump supporter, but that's nothing new. We right. already knew that. Yeah. We knew that long before Kim Kardashian went to the president's office to help um, the woman who was, a- who was going to prison for, like, a drug felony charge for a first-time offense. Mm-hmm. It's nothing new. And for SNL to cut him off during his monologue, I understand that he talks a lot and he doesn't know when to stop. But it's when you... I'm assuming they probably did hand gestures, so they probably did the best that they could to cut him off. But... Well, he didn't talk until the end of the show as the credits mm-hmm. were rolling. So they obviously had to cut it off for time constraints. Because mm-hmm. it was more like a prologue, which was unnecessary because he was just going on a tangent... And ranting about random stuff that had nothing to do with anything. So I kind of feel like both sides are at fault here. You know, Mm -hmm. Kanye West knows that at Saturday Night Live, you have to follow their format. Right. When you sign on. Yeah. He's not new. He's not new to that, to knowing the rules of whatever he's guessed, that whatever he's a part of. Like, you know, you have to abide by their rules. And he should, like, he knows, like, if there's a time limit, you don't you know start off like right when the show's ending right. you know what i mean like he knows that absolutely do you guys they remember should. when kanye west was on jimmy fallon or no it was jimmy kimmel or jimmy fallon recently yeah yes and then it was jimmy kimmel because jimmy kimmel asked kanye a question he got stuck. and then he got stuck and then jimmy kimmel was like all right let's just we'll be right back and then kanye never got to answer his question but I don't understand. Maybe okay. But before that, if you remember in context, he had a long answer, and that probably took up a lot of his screen time before you have to cut to commercial. But the fact that Jimmy Kimmel didn't give him an opportunity to come back to that question, I don't know. You know what you're doing when you have Kanye West come into your talk show host. You know what you're signing up for. It's nothing new. I agree. Yeah, that's that's why I say Saturday Night Live is also at fault because they, mm-hmm. they really knew he was going to do something that's outrageous true. on their premiere episode. <laughs> they knew it. They had mm-hmm. to have known. You know, I just think that we're at a time where everything's about being a character or being a troll or something like that. You know, nothing's... In terms of uh, entertainment, you know, people getting on TV, um, like Trump, he'll get on TV and say something outrageous. 
Kanye, get on TV, say something outrageous. It's all a character and a facade. It, it is a facade, and it's for attention because so many people on Twitter as well as other different types of social media lashed out at him right. and for a respectable reason like lana del rey said if you support someone who believes it's okay to grab somebody by the just because he's famous then you need an intervention as much as he does something so many narcissists will never get because there isn't enough help for the issue absolutely and chris evans what he said was perfect yeah about kanye west and i think it I don't know. Kanye said, this represents good in America becoming whole again. We will no longer outsource to other countries. We build factories here in America and create jobs. We will provide jobs for all those who are free from prisons as we abolish the 13th Amendment. Message sent with love. As he's sitting in his private plane with a Make America Great hat again. Absolutely. As he's sitting on in within that 1% of people that is like looking down upon us, talking about oh, we need this and that. It's like, do you really care about the lower people? You know, the little people in the world? That's A man who comes from Chicago, and you have Chance the Rapper, who just donated $2 million to the Chicago Public Schools for mental health. Gotcha. What is Kanye doing? He said that he was going to release an album with Chance or do some type of collaboration, and... He's left the city. He's given up on the city. He's given up on Chicago. Given up. He's gone Hollywood on us. Well, you know... That's that's on him. I just really think that we should. The media just needs to get this man some help because <laughs> I don't think it's smart to to um, as someone who's a psych major and as someone who's read the DSM five book. I don't think it's smart to really showcase his illness as much as people are because they're kind of feeding into it and giving him more delusions of grandeur. Mm-hmm. He's going to run for president. Come on, <laughs> come on. Oh my goodness, that would be. High School Monica thought that was the coolest thing ever. I really did. When Kanye was at the MTV Music Give Awards and he was like Kanye president for 2020, no, no, I'm no. like, okay, okay. But now, <laughs> 2018 Monica. <laughs> oh, man. You're scared over there. <laughs> I'm just like, nope. All right. Um, another thing that is ending, Chris Evans. Yeah. As we just talked about him. Captain, my captain. Yesterday he said, and I quote from his Twitter, officially wrapped on Avengers 4. It was an emotional day to say the least. Playing this role over the last eight years has been an honor. To everyone in front of the camera, behind the camera, and in the audience, thank you for the memories. Eternally grateful. Steve Rogers, you will be missed. (laughs) So what do you think they're going to do with the character in Avengers 4? Okay, well, how Infinity Wars ended, I think he's done for. I mean, you have to, though. Yeah. You're not, unless they're going to do some CGI stuff. They've got to have some big emotional pull at the end of that movie, and him leaving like is a good opportunity to, to kill Infinity him off. Infinity Wars was so emotional. I didn't really think it was. Really? I, just, Ooh, be, just because I knew, we know those characters are coming back. I think it was emotional mm-hmm. for Gamora... And her relationship with Thanos. Spoiler alert: We are so sorry if you haven't seen this movie. <laughs> it's been I out love for how at least biggest, a year. <laughs> the biggest spoiler of that movie became a meme right after. It's like yeah. you it can't. Like, the Thanos. It was that. Uh, yeah. It was that, and then it was Tom Hiddleston. Tom. Uh, oh, Hardy or no, no. Hiddleston. Uh, he Loki. Oh, okay, okay. And yeah. how he died. He died in the beginning oh. of the movie. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, that's not he's fair. Already, he's died like three times already, though, so I don't, yeah. I don't put much stock in that. I mean, we know those characters are coming back, but I think mm-hmm. piggybacking off of what you said, it would be 
really emotional to see uh, Captain America make the ultimate sacrifice yeah. just to get those people back. Mm-hmm. You know, that would be pretty cool. I feel like superhero movies and sci-fi have so desensitized me to characters dying because I like don't believe it anytime. I'm like, man, eh, they're coming back. It's, right. I don't believe it. Yeah, no, I'm saying. I- but I understand. Okay, not I don't understand. But I think at one point, what do you do to help further your career outside of this character that you've been playing since 2011? Let's not even that. I mean, I don't even know how long. Let's be honest. Chris Evans didn't really have that many like acclaimed movies under his belt until yeah. uh, this. Like, name a name a Chris Evans movie outside of. Captain America. There's some rom-com he did that was really famous. Was it not another teen movie? That's a, that's one he did. He was in... He was in Cellular. Cellular, that's that's one that I really enjoy. He's like running for a phone or something like that. Can't remember. You're right, though. At what point did he do something that wasn't a part of the Marvel Universe? Yeah. Right. As him, as Steve Rogers, Captain America. He did Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Oh, yeah. He, he was fantastic in Fantastic Four before, but yeah, still mm-hmm. superhero. He was in What's Your Number? <laughs> that was the one I was thinking of. That's a good one. But other than that... Not a ton. But hey, I'm cool with him like saying, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, mm-hmm. That's cool. He, he's going to be known as Captain America by everyone from now on, like, yes. regardless. Yeah. So he's already done his part. It's kind of like Christopher Reeve's Superman, the original Superman. He's people are just going to see him as Captain America, you know? Mm -hmm. So thank you for your service, Chris Evans. Thank you. Talking about something new, did you guys ever read The Chronicles of Narnia? Yeah. I didn't. You didn't? I didn't. I only read the first two. (laughs) I didn't read all of them. I I never read to it. I don't know. some big books. But see, I'm I'm not... I never read Harry Potter. Me neither. (laughs) I didn't read as a kid. No, I read Goosebumps. You're you're watching, you're watching Goosebumps. Goosebumps. <laughs> I'm watching that right now. <laughs> you're watching Goosebumps, but read, you actually read Goosebumps. Okay. Yeah, those are the books I read and Magic Treehouse books. <gasps> I Magic love Treehouse. Magic Treehouse. Um, I forgot a series about of unfortunate those. events. Yeah, Lemony Snicket's. Yep, Lemony Snicket. And there's there's one more I can't think. Oh, Captain Underpants. That's the one <laughs> I used to read as a yes. kid. I read Captain. I remember. No. I always see these things on Twitter. You're back in fifth grade. It's fall outside. You're playing on the playground, and you come back from recess, and you have a, a scholastic book Ooh. sitting mm. on your desk, and you're circling all the books that you want, yes. and you go home, and you're like, these, please. These. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. Those are the best. They are the best, but... Um, I want to go to a scholastic book fair now. <laughs> <laughs> so The Chronicles of Narnia is coming to life with the help of Netflix. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, it's a musical. <laughs> um, Netflix has the entire rights to the Narnia series, and then um, all seven books have been sold to Netflix. That's so if you trust anyone with that with that franchise, it would be Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Netflix. I'm like I have a lot of faith in them. I'm very like anytime they pick up pick something up, I'm like they've done good. There ha- there haven't really been many Netflix flops. No, mm-hmm. not too many Netflix duds. I'm not that much a fan of some of their Marvel shows. 
The superhero oh, I like shows. Well, I like. I need uh, to catch up, but Daredevil and Luke Cage are the ones. Yeah, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, I loved. Um, I was not a Jessica Jones person. Never seen <gasps> any of that. My dad loves Daredevil, but I've never Daredevil's seen Daredevil. Awesome. I really liked it. But yeah, Netflix. <coughs> you can trust them for their quality of show. So that's mm-hmm. exciting. And another Netflix, uh, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I'm yeah. so excited. The trailer just dropped for it. It looks so good. So dark. Yeah. Evil. Yeah. Like, my first introduction to that wasn't the original series, but it was the um, the Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the obviously the, the sitcom in, what was it, the 90s? Um, Didn't they have an animated series for it, too? Yes, there was an animated. I don't know if that was before or after. I think it was a little bit after, because I was running when I was a kid and I yeah. was younger. I don't know. But, but yeah, those are obviously a lot lighter, and this one's going to get a lot darker, but still, like, kind of, I don't know, quirky, but it looks super cute. I'm really excited for it. And the girl who plays Sabrina Spielman is going to, she was at an Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Have you guys oh, ever that seen was it? her. Yeah, she was Kimmy. Kimmy. <laughs> she was the sister, <laughs> because <laughs> the dad thought that her his original daughter was gone. But because she was stuck in a bunker for so many years, he had, he had a new daughter and named her Kimi instead of Kimmy. So I think that's interesting. I don't know. Netflix is doing a great job with keeping up the content online, streaming-wise, and then DVD-wise. I've only done DVD streaming or, like, DVD service once. It was okay. But I don't I think I would ever do it again. That's still do you a thing. get that? Do you get the movie from the? You have to buy from the. So if you were to go on Netflix and you want to be able to, and if you don't want to do the streaming service, you can do a DVD service. Mm. And I think that was their OG thing in, to begin with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think people still do that though, and I, I don't know. What do you, you just pay for the individual thing you want? So or? you pay a monthly rate. And then you get to click on, um, it depends on your package or price that you would like. But say I only did like the cheapest one, I can rent out one DVD. And then I'd have it for as long as I would want. And until I put it in the mail, I would get the next one on my list. Mm. If that makes sense. So it's kind of like a family video, but for Netflix. Gotcha. So kind of like a Redbox, except for Netflix. And and a little bit more of a selection than Redbox. That was what they used to do. Do they even still do that? I don't even know. That's a good question. I I feel like that'd be something. I was just talking about this like the other day. Netflix used to have so many shows on there, like Nickelodeon shows and Cartoon Network and all those shows. Really angry at how many things keep coming off of Netflix. Yeah. Like they keep take like like every month it's like oh here's what's coming off of Netflix. I'm (laughs) like why is that a thing? That shouldn't be a thing. Like all my shows are gone. Like Chuck, I that's one of my all time favorite series. They took it off. <sighs> I almost cried. But it's a competitive service, though, because Netflix competes with Hulu, who competes with Amazon Prime, who competes with any other top-notch streaming service. And now everyone's doing their streaming service thing. We yeah. talked about this last week, I believe. Yep. The biggest thing that gets to me is when it's like, I want... It's like, I have if I have a subscription to, like, all of these... Like, I've got most of these subscriptions, mm-hmm. and if the thing that I want still isn't on any of them, I'm like... Then I'm upset. Yeah, I'm upset then it's like, customer. what am I supposed to do? Exactly. Like, I want... Like, I need the availability. Like, I'm not... I don't know. I, it's... Yeah, obviously, I can go out and, like, buy the whole box set, but usually those are very expensive, and I'm like, I don't have that kind of money. But I do have the money on all these subscription services, so it's like, I want it to be available on there. 
Netflix still does DVD services, so All right. it'll be good. There you go. Netflix, if you're listening, please put X-Files back on there. I and can't Chuck. watch it on Hulu. I can't watch it on Hulu. Commercials. Come on, what? Netflix. Okay. Help your boy That's, out. You can pay the extra you, you're fine. $5. Oh, you're fine with your commercial. Nah, Chuck on. isn't available <laughs> at all. <laughs> well, God rest Chuck's soul. I would <laughs> love commercials to be able to watch Chuck again. <laughs> it's just that Hulu does this thing where their commercials are like a minute and like 50 seconds long. They are no jokes. And they, they come at like you're watching real TV. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. See, I don't but mind. then how much are you paying for the what's like four ninety nine? Well, I mean with there the is that little deal that they have for students, so I guess you right. Know, like if you have mm-hmm. Spotify it's Premium, like twelve ninety nine with uh, without commercials. That's what the yep for the yes yeah. mm-hmm. that's what my sister does. Like she pays yeah for the Hulu. I pay for Amazon Prime and Netflix. That's a good deal. Mm-hmm. That is a good deal. She only has to pay for one. <laughs> right. I don't know. Help us, Netflix. Your only hope. For real. Okay. So there's what else we got? Sabrina's show. We were just talking about that. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to watch back to that because we're jumping back to it. We kind of went all over the place with Netflix. But I used to watch Sabrina the Teenage Witch, and I didn't watch the trailer though. But I did hear that it's set in the same universe as Riverdale. Oh, I knew it was from the same people. I didn't realize it was in the same universe. Oh, that's what I heard. Uh, I read. Interesting. So they might do like little crossover thingies because this was huh. originally supposed to be on the CW, but I think that Netflix makes sense. picked it up. Yeah, that makes sense. I could see it as a CW show. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, speaking of classic shows uh, or things from our childhood, what's up with Disney remaking uh, stuff into live action movies? Lilo and Stitch. Here's what I have to say about that. Not every classic Disney film has to turn into a remake. Yeah. How are you going to make Stitch live action? It's not going to look good. Like, he's going to look so weird. It's not going to look good. Have Kevin Hart play him. (laughs) It's perfect. (laughs) No, because this isn't the only live action film that's to be released in 2019. You have Dumbo. Oh, yeah. Some of these, it's like animation. Animation is a really good medium. Like what? Like it doesn't always need to be changed. Like I saw the same argument with, um, like Avatar: The Last Airbender. If you guys heard, like that's getting a live action uh, reboot. About that, I was hyped. Did you? Oh yeah. Um, Um, But like, it's yeah, I'm hyped for it too. But it's like, uh, but like one of the arguments I saw floating around was like, it's like it's live. Like animation is a great medium for that world. So like, it doesn't always need to be. Yeah, I think the thing, I don't know. Well, you you take a you take a old property, uh, you take an old property that used to be loved and revered by so many people, and you flip it on its head to make it live action. I think that's just like a money grab, like a cash grab kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Unless there's high demand for it, because who's asking for live action Lilo and Stitch? Yeah. No one, because you don't ruin a classic movie like Lilo and Stitch. Yeah. But then I look at The Lion King. And that was a classic movie, but when they released the cast for the voices... It's the cast that got me excited. It is the cast that got me excited. It's Mm -hmm. the soundtrack. It's the experience all over again. But then I'm looking at how they did Mowgli and how they're doing, like, um, The Jungle Book. And they do all of those live-action ones, but that's not, like, Mm -hmm. a Disney um, twist to it. It's more of, like, an adult 
twist right. to a classic film? I think it really depends on the story. Well, I think the I Lion know. King uh, live-action one is going to be taking cues from the actual um, musical, the, mm-hmm. the Broadway musical. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Or the original story. So I'm I'm excited for that one because I saw the I've seen the play uh, in Chicago. Shout out to my grandmother Ooh. for taking me when I was a kid. Oh, really awesome, really cool. So this is I think awesome. it'll be really good. I'll be seeing it. It will be good, but like mm-hmm. Disney is doing Dumbo, Aladdin, mm-hmm. The Lion King, Lion. Lady and the Tramp. Oh, that's a weird one. What? what? <laughs> Nobody wanted that. What? Lady and the Tramp and Mulan. <laughs> And then Mulan, I think, is going to be a good one. And then you're doing Lilo and Stitch. That's six live-action films. It's too much. It, it is too It's oh, the CG it. on the non-human characters that I think gets it into risky territory for me. Because I'm like, you trying to make this into live-action, it's like, I don't know. You're stretching some level of disbelief, some suspension of disbelief yeah, there. And I'm like, it's, it. I don't know. It gets tricky. My head's on Lady and the Tramp. Like, it's going to be like, I'm, how I'm envisioning it is kind of like when Glenn Close did 101 Dalmatians. Mm. That's how I'm envisioning how that will go. And, I mean, that wasn't awful. But it's forgettable I mean, easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Forgettable easily. Yeah. Uh, the one that's funny to me is Dumbo. Why? Yeah. But then, why? That's so strange. Well, look at Christopher Robin. How they just did that movie. Yeah. yeah. And they did all those characters, and it didn't look bad. Well, the thing mm. is, Dumbo's centered around... I, I just don't understand the concept of making films about animals. Like, what's the... That's live action, you know? Because it's, it's just going to be animated mm-hmm. still. CGI. That's true, yeah. So what's the, what's the purpose of it? I, I never liked Dumbo. Yeah. Um, it made me sob. I watched it once when I was little, and then I, w- I never wanted <laughs> to watch it again. There you go. That's that's over the heads of our generation. Like, yeah, it's like take into like imagine this. You remake Fox and the Hound. Oh, that would make me cry. Bambi. <laughs> like you're taking a lot of classic movies, and then because you want to reach a younger generation, and then pull from an older generation, you're making money, but then yeah. you're also making new memories. I guess, but I, I digress. It's cash grabbing at that point. It's it like. Is. It's like you're saying, like it's don't call it like it's not really live action at that point. It's CGI. Because it's just animals. That's yeah. all you got is animals. Like some of the like actual live action movies, like when they first started doing them, like what was it, Cinderella? I think was one of the first ones. I loved that movie. A lot of people weren't super into it, but I thought it was really cute. Um, I don't know, but it was like that was actually live action. Or like Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. The recent one, like you could do it with those movies, like the Disney princesses. Mm-hmm. I think people would actually like to see that refresher. Yeah. With a new take on it. But Dumbo, come on, just put it to rest. Put, yeah. put Dumbo out in the past. I'm really into Dumbo. Disney, if you're listening, make a live action Treasure Planet. Because <gasps> that was awesome. Oh that would be God. so awesome. That was such awesome. an underappreciated movie. That would be so movie. good. That would be so cool. No, Atlantis, The Lost Empire. Oh, yeah. Yeah, cool that too. one. Those, both but of those. Both. both. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Get on that, Disney. New streaming service or something. <laughs> but, like, talking about how you're taking an old movie... And you're resurfacing it. The Halloweens. Ooh. Halloween. I don't even know where to start with those. Director David There's Gordon so Green delivers a very 2018 entry for the 40-year-old franchise. 40 years. I'm 23. <laughs> like, I'm trying to think, like, that's insane. And you're making, you're bringing it back. Halloween. But 
we're talking Michael Myers. Yeah. Yeah. So we are. There we go. Yeah. I was just having a conversation about this with my friend literally last night. Halloween. They should have just continued the series because this one, uh, the new movie, is like in like some kind of alternate kind of. I don't want to say alternate reality because it's not sci-fi, mm-hmm. but the timeline it just doesn't line up with the other films because it's a direct sequel of the first one as opposed to being like a sequel to four, five, H two O, Resurrection, all of those. Oh, movies. so it builds off like a separate yes. number two. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. So that's that's and that's exactly what I said. But I've heard good things about it, hmm. so I'm really interested. But what I like the idea that you're taking people from the '70s. Mm-hmm. And you're taking a new generation who's a sucker for thrillers, and you're just bringing them together. Absolutely. Another cash grab, but it's it's a genius tactic <laughs> to do. Sometimes I'm okay with cash grabs. Yeah. It depends. I just wish that they would have kept the continuity with the other films. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. like, if you continue original series, like, you get nostalgia points for that. Like... Like with Creed, as we were talking about like last week, that's awesome. That's Rocky. That movie's been in the annals of American film for like almost fifty years now. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. It is incredible. It would be. It would have been really cool to see them continue that with that legacy with Halloween. But I'm excited. All right. <clears throat> to end off our podcast, have you listened to any new music lately? The new 21 Pilots album that <laughs> dropped at like 2 a.m. and I was still up last night and started listening to it. Speaking of 2 a.m., Big Mouth 2. <laughs> <laughs> oh, isn't that coming out today? It came it, out at 2 a.m. At 2 a.m. Oh, really? It was 2.05 and Ashley's in my <laughs> living room. Monica, Big Mouth's on. And I'm like, oh. And she I Stop! Like everything stopped, everyone just looked at me, and I'm getting like the the fire stick remote. She like, just, dies like, for the coming. remote. It's like, where's the remote? Where's the remote? <laughs> I, I don't know what to think about it. Maybe it was because I was in my two a.m. feels and I wanted to go to bed. You also only watched like twenty minutes of it, and we're like, I, yeah. I don't. From what I've seen, I don't like it. I like the first one better, mm. and I'm kind. I am kind of disappointed, but maybe I need to give it a second chance. Yeah, I feel like you you, you just scr- you just skim the surface of it. Mm-hmm. You, you still got some watching to do. It's too yeah. Just give it some time to sink in. Yeah. I am excited to watch Superstore because that aired last night, and I haven't gotten to watch it yet. But it's on Hulu, and it's waiting for me. I think you're coming to my house, and we're gonna watch it. Oh, are we? Okay, cool. Let's do it. Okay. I'm so excited. Superstore. No, but it's so good. I don't know. I think I would like to say, if you haven't listened to the 21 Pilots okay. album, listen to listen to Trench. It's supposed to be a story, so don't put your Spotify or Apple Music or your streaming service on shuffle. You have to listen to it all the way through. Listen to albums. Listen to albums, not just singles. I think that's the most important piece of artwork. It's 2018, people. You like, do, you, to do you think people actually purchase CDs anymore? People, Collect- vinyls coming collecting. back. Vinyl yes, I have a record player and I got some vinyls. I, I love them. The price of vinyls, is it because they're hard to make or is it because of the demand and the popularity of the hobby that is vinyl collections? I think it's the hobby. A little and, bit of both, And yeah. the classic, the vintageness of certain vinyl. Yes. Like mm-hmm. having a vintage Purple Rain vinyl, which is my life goal. I still need to see that. Oh, my God. I know. You guys need to have a screening. <laughs> but having, like, vinyl, it's like... That's, that's kind of history, you know? It's yeah. like having the first print of a comic book. That's mm-hmm. a big deal. Yeah. Which I have. 
first prints of comic books. So let's mm. see what's up. What's good? Thank 30 you, years. Ty. 30 years, call me. Sell it for a grand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of good. The Struts I'm have a new single out. Wait, what? I'm sorry. It's I called not Fire Part One. <gasps> All right, I'm listening to that as soon as we're done. But I have one I question for struts. you. You're always at normal theater, mm-hmm. watching a movie. Yes. Is it for the six week film school? It is. It is for the six week film school. Indeed, I love it. Mm. I love so, it. what's the theme this year? Uh, it's uh, stage to screen Broadway movies or plays. Okay. Brought to the big screen, so they show in Streetcar Named Desire. Mm-hmm. This week they showed a movie I've never heard of called The Dutchman. It's like a mixture of Get Out and uh, Mother. If you've ever seen Mother. Mm. Yeah, it's like a really cool 52-minute mixture of them, social, political, religious, symbolism, everything. It is really, really cool black-and-white movie. Hmm. Kind of extreme trigger warnings. But you know what? The message of the story overall is it still holds up today, Mm -hmm. which is really cool. So, yeah, I've been going to that. I'm so excited to keep going to it. It's (laughs) It's just great to see these films, these films restored to their original format of being in theater mm-hmm. at a classic theater like normal theater you know, exactly it's a huge deal for me it is a huge deal i don't know so when are the six-week film school movies wednesdays and they start at 7 p.m and they are at the normal theater and how much do they cost they're for the free there we go for the free all right you hear it here first you have how many more films then well it's six uh, it's weeks four so. weeks yep four, four weeks more left. weeks yeah so check it out. It's for the free. It's for the free. For the free. All right, everybody. I hope you have a safe weekend. Have a lot of fun. Thank you for joining us for Pop Culture Addicts. I'm Monica Mendoza. I'm Ashley Visconti. Grand Sand the Sellout. We'll see you next week.